Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao Hey, what's going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of Dragon's Den, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. Longbow himself, Val Sisko, and today we're going to be talking about the very controversial series known as Goblin Slayer, episode 2 titled Goblin Slayer. And I gotta say guys, even though we're in... Five episodes deep, I believe. I'm on episode two. We're going one by one each week. I'm a little late to the party, but I'm giving you my opinions about this uh, series. It does seem like over the past couple of weeks, it's been getting some some traction, good and bad. A lot of controversy. Um, 
definitely, definitely heated discussions happening with the anime community revolving um, the vulgar rape scene that happened in episode one. And of course, I don't know, everybody just has an opinion about this show. Hell, even it drove Crunchyroll to almost take the series off um, the streaming service at one point. So now... Uh, before you even go into these shows, there is a little disclaimer, and I will say, you know, for people who do listen to my show, you guys know I'm vulgar, and I curse, and I go a little crazy sometimes, so, uh, I just have to say, if you're going into this show, I know I'm on episode two, but if you want to start at episode one, you know, um, viewer beware, you're in for a scare, uh, R.L. Stein, but, um, it is something, um, not... Not for the faint of heart. So, um, that's episode one. Let's get into episode two over here. Not too much of a crazy episode, but it does give some backstory, which I really like. It does give some character development. It does open on a childhood flashback scene with, it's presumed to be an unknown girl. In the manga here, it's called Cowgirl. And, of course, a young version of Goblin Slayer, who we don't really see his voice, which is, well, his voice, look at me. We don't really see his face, and we just hear him very angry, very, very, like, disturbed at certain things. He doesn't want to do things. He doesn't want to really participate that much. He really is troubled. And, of course, Cowgirl, that's what we're going to call her right now, she's just very optimistic. She's like, I'm about to go to the city. I'm about to get some stuff. I've never been to the city before. I know you haven't. What do you want? And it's just, uh, it looks pretty dark at first. You know, this character, Young Goblin Slayer, is just very, very, very somber. It kind of cuts to present day, and uh, we're following where we left off with uh, Goblin Slayer, basically looking for the next Goblin quest, if you will. So, um, he's up to his own antics, trying to find the next quest to kill some goblins. We cut back to a older version of Cowgirl, and yes, there is some... Um, not craziness, but, you know, this is not for a 13-year-old. Well, maybe for a 13-year-old. I will say no one 12 and under should be watching this because we get a good back shot of Cowgirl, and she's half-naked falling asleep. Um, and I guess this gives us the idea that, this, you know, she's matured. And we see Goblin Slayer actually go back to that farm where we first see these um, characters in the beginning of the episode. And, you know, he's checking the fences He's checking for goblin tracks to see if anybody's followed him before. Essentially, it looks like he lives in this little farm with Cowgirl and Cowgirl's uncle as well, too. You know, she gets very excited to see him. You know, not in, I want to say, a sexual way, just very caring way. A very, um, I want to say, loving, maternal kind of way. You know, she cooks for him, makes his favorite meal. And we see... Um, I don't know, we just see a, a different side of Goblin Slayer. Even though he's very monotone, just one-word answers. Yeah, sure, no, maybe. Um, we really do get to see what his motivation is in a way. It does seem that the money he does collect for killing goblins goes to the farm. It goes to the uncle for taking care of him, I believe, or maybe paying something off the farm. And, of course, um, he has relationships with these people, you know, whether it's just friendships or just lifelong pals, it, it does seem that he does care for this little community that he's part of. So it's interesting to see um, um, this character who has a traumatic past really um, show a little bit of, I don't know, heart in a way. 
Um, one more thing about that flashback that we that I did notice is that we see the mini Goblin Slayer, we see mini Cowgirl talking, getting into a little bit of a fight, and we see who is presumed to be, I want to say, Goblin Slayer's sister, older sister, separating the two, asking if there's any trouble, and just giving a nice little smile to the young lad, and it cuts off from there, so... Very strange, very eerie. I know that was there on purpose. We're going to have to see what exactly happened to Goblin Slayer's sister. I can only imagine, though, especially with this series. Um, you know, from episode one, we can definitely see how cruel these goblins can be. And um, I hate to think that something would have happened to his sister the same way we saw a lot of the characters from episode one met their fate so um hopefully that's not the case but when we talk about a little bit more backstory with goblin slayer i'm not too sure we're gonna have to wait and see we see the the priestess has leveled up uh i know although it was brief we definitely see that she's learned a couple of new tricks um basically learning a couple of new spells and it's pretty awesome to see her advance like i said this show is kind of like an rpg uh video game where you see people leveling up and talking about experience and talking about armor and if they're, if they're a low level if they're a high level it's pretty awesome to see that and i i really think you have to really suspend your disbelief a bit um, so that way you could be in the show, because no normal person is going to talk about experience and points and things of that nature, or skill trees and things of that nature in real life, but it just feels good. It feels like you're watching a, an RPG, in my opinion, JRPG, in my opinion. Um, we get, um, a look at the hub, and we see that Goblin Slayer really is not respected amongst the, the warrior community. You know, even though he's a silver rank, and that rank is a pretty high rank, along with other people there that, you know, hunt dragons and orcs and things of that nature, um, definitely very, very looked down upon because of the fact that he only kills goblins. You know, they make fun of him. I guess they're giving silver, um, so silver banners to everybody, basically, that no one really cares about him. His armor is very rusty. His weapons are very rusty. Nothing looks very new. And these other characters are very extravagant. We get to see, you know, the spellcaster cast, the witch class, the warrior class with giant swords and, you know, giant bows and giant staffs and how people want to go for a next quest. There's even, like, a quest launch, which is pretty funny, too. They post it up there. And this is the part where I was talking about you know skill trees you know people are looking for the next quest They're like oh that's a dragon oh you can't do that you don't have enough experience oh you don't have the right armor to take on that orc so you better just stick to you know trying to find the mayor's daughter or something like that you know things that you would look in skyrim or uh fable and things of that nature you know even fallout to one to some extent um i don't know it's just it's very very interesting to see how this plays in an anime series I'm not used to it, and this is like a, not a news concept, you've seen this before in other animes, please direct me to them because I find this very fascinating. Um, once again, uh, Priest, Priestess does join up with Goblin Slayer, um, and we get to see that there's more available Goblin quests, and they're happening by the numbers, and this is pretty alarming when it comes to Goblin Slayer because 
when there's less goblins, that means there's more safety for people that have farms and crops and animals. Uh, he feels that he's not doing his job properly unless he kills all goblins. There's even a, a lower class, just like we saw in uh, episode one. A mini rookie guild forms together to go ahead and take on some goblins. And of course, Priestess is like, we gotta go after these people. They're gonna die just like my friends did. And he's like, well, no, we have more important things to do. You know, we have a couple things that, cases that um, I need to take care of these goblins. We need to raid a castle, kill some goblins. We need to take care of these crops and kill some goblins. And Priestess, I don't know, she's a little bewildered. She's like, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. We need to rescue some people. He's like, sure, do that if you want to, but they sealed their own face. We got to do something in either my way or the highway, basically, when it comes to Goblin Slayer. And she ultimately agrees to his plans. Then he goes on a little bit of a tangent. It's not a tangent, just a little bit of a, a backstory about his life in a way that, you know, goblins are just like roaches. They're infestation, you know, um, that... Yes, they're in caverns at first, and you'll get low-level rookies that want to go after them just to try to level up. But after that, you know, they kill a couple of goblins, they feel good about themselves, and they carry on to the next quest, leaving other goblins who have, uh, who have survived that encounter to level up themselves. The ones that do level up become raiders. They go out to different forests, and we see a flashback presumed to be his, I want to say his village getting raided by goblins and you get different classes of goblins if goblins are successful at raiding they become brutes and giants and things of that nature you know shamans in a way or goblin kings and things of that nature and it's up to him to eliminate those roles for these goblins it's up to him to be the goblin slayer so that way he's not looked upon as a goblin himself, a lower class to the goblins. So, very interesting to see that his past really still haunts him, was raided by a village, uh, uh, was raided by goblins. Uh, presumably his mother was killed, his parents were killed. Not too sure what happened to his sister, but there are some flashbacks of minor rape scenes as well too. So, very tough to see and I wouldn't want to go down that road if if this is where we're going, but if that did happen to her, I can see why he has this this hatred for goblins and why he destroyed all those goblin babies in the first episode as well too. Uh, makes a lot of sense. And Priestess, you know, she like I said, she's learned new spells. She learned protect, which is pretty awesome. She learned um, some barriers as well too, which are pretty cool. And she's trying to get to know Goblin, but also bring him back into the light. Uh, we kind of cut back to Cowgirl, who's, you know, really waiting for Goblin Slayer to come back again. Notice that he has a new companion. Not really jealous, kind of amused um, the fact that he has a friend, which I guess makes her happy because, you know, he's branching out. You know, he's getting a little more emotional, I guess. And um, she's just waiting, and her uncle's like, you know... You're waiting for this guy who's already lost it. So something already snapped. With that line right there, something already something already happened to him in the past. And it has to be about his sister, in my opinion. Um, but she's like, no, I'm fine waiting for him. You know, he'll come back and he'll make sure we're good and he'll make sure that we're protected. Um, of course, the uncle's like, I don't want you getting involved in his deeds. And when we look at the intro video... It does seem like there's some characters that are going to be um, joining the Goblin Slayer's quest along with Priestess. And it does look like she's one of them as well too. So maybe something will happen. Maybe she has the urge to 
be with him so much that she goes along with these quests, but for right now, she's just waiting on him to come back so she can serve him in a way. And not in a, in a bad way or a slave manner, like I said, the loving, maternal kind of way. Uh, we cut back to Priestess, you know, accepting her role of helping Goblin Slayer, you know, wiping out this whole clan of goblins in the castle, trapping them in the fire, and it hurts her. Um... And she just wants uh, Goblin Slayer to realize that, too. That, yes, she will help him in his quest, in this, in this um, crusade to really eliminate goblins. This goblin genocide that he's about because of the, uh, the atrocities that happen when goblins are set free. But it does take a toll on her. She's crying. It hurts her every time she, she's with him doing these roles. So she really is trying to save her own light while bringing him into the light as well, too. Very, very interesting. Um, that little rookie team that went out to fight goblins in the little speech that he's having that, you know, some people do um, seal their own fates. We see that rookie team come back a little banged up, but they're smiling. You know, they leveled up, but it goes to the point, you know, where... They did their leveling up. They fought some goblins, and they're probably going to go somewhere else. The ones that did survive level up themselves and become something bigger and better. So, you know, it all makes sense. And all uh, kind of, it's like the circle of life in a way, this episode. You know, survival of the fittest or just survival of the smartest, maybe. Um, I don't know. This is very, very interesting. The key points to me were just priestess leveling up, which was pretty fun. Um, the 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 hub central where everybody's looking for the next uh, quest was pretty fun and of course some backstory on Goblin Slayer. Um, wish we got a little bit more action, which is okay, but uh, we did get to see some slain. We got saw some some flaming arrows being sent to some goblins, so that was pretty awesome. So there is some action, but maybe I just wanted a little bit more action. But I love the backstory. I'll sacrifice any kind of action for backstory every single day. Um, so yeah, um, make sure you keep watching after the ending song. There's a short scene teasing characters that will appear in future episodes. So if you um, didn't see in the last episode, you're gonna see. Pretty soon, what we're going to get in the next couple of episodes, um, some pretty awesome characters. Very RPG-like, very JRPG-like. Um, from what I'm seeing, there's some fan service to Cowgirl. Goblin Slayer uh, taking on quests. Um, basically, um, there's a part there that I did forget to mention. That old man, you know, he has barely any change, but he needs somebody to really take care of these goblins that are raiding his, um, his farm. And, of course... The clerks there are just like, you know, he's paying nothing. They're like, man, what are we going to do? We can't help him. Like, There's one guy that always helps out, and that's Goblin Slayer. So that was pretty fun to see that even the clerk, the clerks count on Goblin Slayer to take care of these issues. Not because he has to or he feels bad, because he wants to. He'll do the jobs that no one else will. Um, so I found that very interesting and the dependence of what Goblin Slayer does for that community. Um, very interesting. Very, very, very interesting, guys. Um, that's really about it. That's all I have for this episode, primarily. Um, I can't wait for the next episode. Pretty fun. I love Goblin Slayer's little one-liners. I love Priestess trying to bring him back to light. And so far, I think Cowgirl, although she's very over-sexualized, I think she could be a fun character brought into the further episodes as well, too. I haven't read the manga, so I don't know too much about this character or any of these characters um but i can see the love interest there 
and I find that pretty fun. Uh, someone, so many people trying to bring him back into you know the normal lifestyle is pretty cool. Hell, we even get to see um, Goblin Slayer and Cowgirl when they when she finishes making a meal for him. They're eating like a stew, and he's still slurping it through his um, metal helmet, which I found hilarious. So, um, pretty fun, pretty fun episode, guys. Anyway, that's really about it for me. If you guys want to talk about it more, please, uh, Sideshow Conversations on Facebook. We can discuss Goblin Slayer if you want to. What was your favorite parts about episode one and two? Uh, Sideshow Conversations is also on the Instagram at the same name. So come join. We always have a couple of fun little pictures we like to post and little um, daily um, activities that I like to go through, whether it's a Massacre Monday, whether it's a Tower Records Tuesday, bringing back some old classics in that way. So please check it out. And of course, Sideshow Conversations is on Spotify, it's on Anchor, and it's on iTunes for your viewing pleasure. So please rate, review, subscribe, like. Do what you gotta do. Let me know how we're doing. Any kind of criticism is good criticism to me. Um, And of course, if you want to talk to me personally, Val Cisco uh, on the Instagram, and of course, uncanny underscore V on the Twitter, let me know how I'm doing. If you want to just maybe set up some interviews, Um, if you are an up-and-coming person in the Phoenix Grand Area, come at me, you know, I'm trying to actually get a couple of interviews later on this week, whether it's people from the pro wrestling community, the MMA community, hell, people who actually do photography as well, too, you know, um, every little thing counts when it comes to this podcast, so feel free to, to chime in whenever you guys want to, anyway, guys, that's really about it for me, it's pretty late tonight, you know me, I'm always staying up at the witching hour to do these podcasts, because, I don't know, I find it fun at that time, but it's been real, It's been cool. Get your head out of gutter, but keep your mind and your eye on the side.